Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money, Amal Shaw, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher as we welcome you in. It's already Thursday. Of course, you got Thursday Night Football. Week three officially kicks off tonight. The ornery one, San Francisco, and of course, Mr. Shanahan hosts the Giants. They're laying 10 and a half. To discuss that and more, Josh Applebaum joins. You can check out the book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Check out the podcast over at vcin.com. The numbers are up and for good reason. Daily morning bets, 15 minutes. My goodness, you're on your way. And Market Insights, of course, Josh underscore insights on Twitter. Little known fact, I like learning about the hosts here at vcin. Little known fact about Josh growing up. You could find him posted up on a John Deere. My man grew up a farmer, which is something I didn't know. What's cracking, Josh? What's going on, guys? Patrick, I'm all Dustin. Patrick, I miss you, buddy. Thanks for the intro. And yeah, it is true. You know, I didn't, I kind of fell into sports betting. I wanted to be a sports writer, maybe. Uh, gambling kind of just happened naturally for me. But that is right, Patrick. I grew up uh, across the street from a farm, Mr. Bill Jardy in Western Mass. I didn't drive the tractor, Patrick, but me and my best buddy, TJ, we were in uh, we were in the uh, in the back, the wagon. So when the bales of hay yeah. come spitting out from the tractor, we had to catch them. We'd stack them. You couldn't screw it up. It was like you're playing Tetris. It was kind of fun. Uh, it was hard work. But uh, th- those farming days, uh, th- those uh, I look back on them finally, Patrick. There's nothing better than a hot day. You're done with work. Drink a big, nice Gatorade. You feel very accomplished. You worked with Mr. Munjardi, and then you worked with Mr. Lombardi here at VEASAN. So it's been a good run for you. Uh, Breaking news here on Sharp Money as we welcome you in. Panthers quarterback uh, Bryce Young looks like he's out this weekend at Seattle. Andy Dalton is now expected to start. Josh, where'd that open and where are we sitting with Carolina at Seattle? Yeah, Patrick, big movement here upon the news that uh, Bryce Young is going to miss this game. You know, we had this game opening as low as Seattle minus four, quickly shut up to minus four and a half. And then we did see this line kind of creep up throughout the week, hit five, five and a half. Now we're up to minus six and a half on the news that Young will start. I think the automatic, you know, kind of thought process is, hey, starters out, backups in, just automatically fade that team. But Patrick, I was holding a plus three Monday night on Carolina. And I tell you what, Bryce Young might end up being a very good quarterback. But right now, he is—he does not look very good. He couldn't really do anything offensively. He had broke off one run. 
He's you know not missing passes left and right. He had a scoring drive late to push the plus three. But I'm wondering if this could be an overreaction going from Young to Dalton. If anything, maybe Dalton makes you more of a competitive team here. Now, with that being said, the line does look like it's going to minus seven. Obviously, that's a key number here. 83% of bets are on Seattle. This is probably going to be one of your biggest survivor plays. I would, I would imagine there's going to be huge money line parlays, you know, tease down Seattle six and a half down to just laying a half point. Um, if you do like, you know, uh, Carolina here and you want to buy low, I'd wait for the seven. But again, big movement here upon the news that Young is out and Andy Dalton will be in. I love Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelsing. Do you guys want to react to that really quickly? I agree with Josh's assertion. Uh, if I was going to back the Panthers, I'd be more apt to back them, Amal, with Dalton. I was just going to build upon exactly what Josh said. I agree. I think this gives the uh, Carolina Panthers a better chance. They've got a good defense. They lack the ability from an offensive consistency standpoint. Not that Andy Dalton's going to be overwhelming from a quarterback play uh, perspective, but I think he gives them the consistency that's currently lacking, which Josh alluded to with brushing. By the way, Josh, I'm glad you the way you phrased that sentence. I was like, about, I was about to jump you when you said, I think Bryce Young's going to be great, but just not yet. <laughs> Let's find exactly. out. <laughs> Big guy, you got anything on Dalton in? Uh, no, I think this just confirms that I need to fire away on the Buccaneers to win the NFC South at plus 440 because everyone else is a mess, and I don't trust the Saints and Derek Carr. Okay, NFC West, Josh, minus 500 on the 49ers, and they kick off week three hosting the G-Men. Let's do this. Why don't we just start at rudimentary? Where'd this open? Look ahead to where we sit, kind of the machinations of the movement, and give us the total as well. Yeah, so Patrick, to me, this is a value play here on the New York Giants at 10 and a half. We were reminiscing about our Lombardi line days, Patrick. This is an old steam. hazmat play. Dust off the hazmat steam. Uh, this was really interesting from a couple of different perspectives. San Francisco actually opened as low as minus nine and a half. Now, immediately you saw wise guys lay that number with San Francisco because it was below the key number of 10. We got all the way up to San Francisco minus 11. But when it got to 11, that's when you saw some resistance, some buyback here on the G-men plus 11, bring it back down to 10 and a half. Now, if you want to play San Francisco, to me, Patrick, you're getting the worst of the number on a really popular public side. So to me, that's kind of a no play. Uh, right now, you're getting across the market almost 80% of bets on San Francisco. So I think there's reasons to buy low and take the G-men in the spot plus 10 and a half. They're contrarian in a really heavily bet primetime game, only getting around 20% of bets. They are getting almost 40% of the money, though. I'm glad we're able to dust off that. We still got that button. We still got the steam uh, hey! graphic here, which I love to see. It's been, it's been a while, Patrick, steam. since hey. we brought that thing out. Um, but Road Dogs have been great, Patrick. They're 13 and 6 ATS so far this year, 68%. They're 56% ATS since 2018. Primetime Dogs, they're only 3 and 3 ATS so, so far to start this year. So that's been a pretty good angle since 2020, 59% against the spread. Then you look at some coach quarterback angles. Uh, if you look at um, Daniel Jones. He got his money. Is he a good quarterback or not? Leave it up to a debate at a different time. But he covers numbers as a dog. He's 26 and 16 against the spread, 62% as a dog. As a road dog, he's 16 and 5 ATS, 76%. Dayball, 10 and 3 ATS as a dog, as the Giants coach. And you look at Shanahan, uh, Kyle Shanahan as a favorite, Patrick. He's only 25 and 30 against the spread. 46%. When he's laying 10 or more, he's only two and four ATS. So, you know, if the Niners roll, and again, that's what the public's thinking here, you'll be like, hey, what does it matter? You're laying a 10 and a half now. But to me, the fact that they're so public, you're way off the opener now at this point. We did see the buyback 11 down to 10 and a half. This is a hazmat contrarian play for me on the G-Men. I'm taking 10 and a half with the Giants tonight. 
Okay, fellas, I do have breaking news. I want to get Josh, your reaction, Amal Shaw, your reaction, a team you used to cover. Big guy, let's get you in. Uh, first, a disclaimer. John Goulet, Femi, and Dave Ross. You're going to have to go ahead and put the earmuffs on. We've got news out of Big D. This is bad. The Cowboys fear that Pro Bowl cornerback Trayvon Diggs suffered a torn ACL in practice today. Not great. Sources tell Tom Palacero. He's dialed in. He's got sources. Let's go. Trayvon Diggs could potentially be done for the season. Amal Shaw. Huge blow. Uh, Pro Bowl corner. Huge blow. I mean, this is a guy that, to me, is a top five, top seven corner in the National Football League. You know what makes him great is people may forget he was a wide receiver when he got to Alabama, switched to the defensive side of the ball because you had too many waddles, Devontae Smiths and uh, Jerry Judys and all those guys there. But uh, I got to tell you, from my perspective, this Dallas defense is elite, but I think having guys like Diggs in the secondary puts them over the top guys. Big, big blow for Dallas. They are Josh Applebaum, Dallas at Arizona. You mentioned Circus Survivor. It's going to be a popular play with the Cowboys. How about them? Uh, 12 and a half right now, but a big miss there if Trayvon Diggs is indeed down with an ACL. Yeah, Diggs has been fantastic. Huge uh, guy when it comes to interceptions, turning the ball over, big part of their defense. When you can rush Parsons and have Diggs back there on the back end. So I think, you know, for this game in particular, will make a huge difference. We shall see. I mean, Dallas is a big public play here this weekend. They're getting upwards of 70% of bets, even though it's a big number. They opened minus 10 and a half, Patrick. Now you're up to minus 12 and a half. Some books even inching toward 13. I would just look toward kind of the long-term implications of this injury. Right now, I just dialed up DraftKings in terms of their, uh, their division odds right now for the NFC East. It's Eagles and Cowboys. Eagles are even money plus 100. Cowboys are plus 105. Obviously, the Cowboys have been much more impressive. Eagles have kind of just been squeaking by here. Uh, to me, this is an angle that is definitely, uh, you know, maybe looking toward a, a, an Eagles play at this point. I don't want to overreact just to one position player. You talk to the odds makers, they'll say, hey, it's really the quarterbacks that move numbers, not as much as some of these other guys. That's a big cornerback, one of the best in the league. Just bad news if you're a Cowboys fan. Yeah, a huge blow. Again, just reporting what we're hearing, Tom Pelissaro is reporting. You can officially say that it looks like Trayvon Diggs, cornerback Cowboys, pro bowler, ACL practice today could be done for the year. Okay. That'd be a big blow. Before we say goodbye, Josh, uh, you've got to play college football tonight. Georgia State, that's Dustin Sweetelson's team. How about Georgia State? Coastal Carolina. Coastal right now lane five and a half. You got a big total, 62 and a half. Yeah, I'm going with Georgia State. I love the fact that Dustin's with us on this one because this has been a sharp move pretty much all day, guys. This game open, Coastal Carolina laying around minus seven. When I did morning bets this morning, it was seven, six and a half, kind of falling off that key number. I said, hey, I better jump on the seven before it falls. Patrick, it's always nice when you bet something in the morning and it moves in your direction because this thing is all the way down. As you mentioned, five and a half. This was six uh, just about an hour ago. So big movement here toward Georgia State in the points. And what I love most about Georgia State is that Public's all over uh, Coastal Carolina. This is a team that, you know, has made some noise in, in previous years, kind of that, not like Gonzaga in college basketball, but kind of a smaller school that got ranked at one point, and there's kind of a love, and the public says, oh, Coastal, I remember them being really good. You know, you're inside a touchdown, lay the points here. However, again, opening seven, we're down to five and a half, tells me a lot of money is coming in here on Georgia State. They're only getting around 35% of bets, but almost half the money. It'd also be kind of a conference dog angle. Also, they're a dog who can score. They're putting up a quite a quite a bit of offense here. So it's a really high total, ticked up like 60 to 62 and a half. I, I'm, I, I jumped on the seven earlier today. I love the fact it's continuing to fall. Dustin, let's see if Georgia State can cash this and cover this for us. 
Yeah, Dustin, I kind of lumped you in, but generally you're on this Georgia State team. Are you on them tonight? I love them. They're super fun to watch. Granger, the quarterback, really mobile, makes a lot of plays. They can run the ball. I'm on the over tonight. I'm on over 62 and a half. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring. Uh, I think the way they match up, Georgia State stinks at defending the pass and Coastal's good at throwing the ball. And then the Georgia State offense can't be stopped. And Georgia State's defense literally just lets people run by them all day. So I think it's going to be a track meet. By the way, isn't Grayson McCall like in his ninth year? Yes. How old is he? Chris Winkie down there, Amal. Yeah, I mean, you're not even <laughs> kidding about it. I mean, I feel like I was like, Grayson McCall. I'm he, like, he's only 22. Shout out to Chris Winkie. Hey, Josh, on the way out, 20 seconds. Daniel Jones, is he good? Oh, well, he's good if he covers this number for me, Patrick. I would say he he's good, not great. Uh, and thankfully, he has Brian Dayball to kind of uh, show, show him the ropes there, Patrick. Smoking like a true better. That is Josh Applebaum, the everything guide to sports betting. Check out the podcast, of course, Daily Morning Bets and Market Insights over at VEASAN.com. Great to see you, Josh. Made my day. We'll talk to you next Thursday here on Sharp Money, okay? Looking forward to it, Patrick. When we come back, we're going to the dog pound. Breaking news out of Dallas and Daniel Jones Survivor continues. Sharp money. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, breaking news out of Dallas, breaking news out of Carolina. The NFL is lighting up right now. We'll get to that in a second. If you're looking to become a better better, well, of course you are. And if you are, check out Juice Reel. 
R-E-E-L in the App Store. Juice Reel is not a sports book. It's a tool to help you beat the books, okay? Juice Reel connects all of your sports betting accounts into one app, loads all of your betting history, gives you an analytical edge, backed by nearly $1 billion in bets from sports bettors in all 50 states. What you need is a hub. And that's exactly what Juice Reel is. Use that data to follow winners and fade the losers. Don't place another bet until you've downloaded this revolutionary sports tool. It's Juice Reel. That's Juice Reel, like orange juice. R-E-E-L. It's absolutely free. Download it now. iPhone, Android, all over the place. Love Juice Reel. I I think you're going to like it as well. JuiceReel.com for more information. I'm all Shaw. Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. A lot of action going on right now. It's not just week three kicking off tonight. San Francisco laying 10 and a half right now, hosting the Giants short week for both. But we've got breaking news. It looks like Pro Bowler. We'll start here. Amal Shaw looks like Pro Bowler. If it's true and Tom Pelissero's legit and connected, he's reporting practice today. Pro Bowl cornerback Dallas Cowboys Trayvon Diggs could be done with an ACL. If true, it's huge. You're absolutely right. 17 career interceptions for him in just three seasons. Three is rookie year, 11. Remember that, 11 two years ago, and then three last year. This guy's been outstanding. Two-time Pro Bowler, one-time All-Pro. A huge blow. Now you're looking at Eric Scott Jr. You're saying, who is he? Eric Scott Jr. is a sixth-round pick out of Southern Miss this year in the draft for the Dallas Cowboys. He'll get the start across from Stephon Gilmore on the opposite side. He's a guy that I expect to get picked on quite a bit, but if you're him, what a, you know, you hate to see a player go down, Patrick, but then for somebody else, it is the opportunity of a potential lifetime in terms of what he could possibly do now. And he's a risk taker, Trayvon Diggs, but oftentimes he connects almost like a modern day Marcus Peters where he's going to gamble, but he might be better. And he is 11 picks. That's ridiculous. That's going to be a big loss for a great defense. If true. So again, Trayvon Diggs, big guy, potentially done ACL, Terrible news out of Dallas. Also news out of Carolina. He didn't look good on Monday night. That's Bryce Young. Number one overall pick. Of course, Carolina. The news is in. Andy Dalton's going to be starting up in Seattle. I actually think more reason if you're into it, if you're into that type of thing, which is backing the Carolina Panthers right now, kind of a fetish. You feel me? Uh, well, I think Andy Dalton gives you more reason to back this team. It definitely feels like S and M. If you're going to bet on them right now, I can tell you that a little bit of pain, pain, a little bit of pleasure. By the way, Eric Scott Jr. One fun fact about him: he is the son of Eric Scott Senior. He didn't play in the NFL. Just if his name's Junior, his dad's name was Senior. Thanks, Captain. You're welcome. Ah, the Bryce Young deal, though. Well done. Him being out, (laughs) I do think Carolina gets better, but I think this division is going to be an absolute S show. I am very intrigued of walking out of the studio and placing a bet on the Buccaneers to win the NFC South after this news that Andy Dalton's going to take over. And I know Andy Dalton's an upgrade, but that team still has offensive line issues. They're kind of limited on the outside. Miles Sanders is okay, and they paid him a lot of money to help with a younger quarterback to help work him in, but it's a very flawed team. I don't buy the Atlanta Falcons and Desmond Ritter, and I'm very concerned about the Saints, who I thought were going to walk away with the division. I think at this point, I like my chances with Baker Mayfield at plus 440. I don't think it's a bad I almost bet. went back on sick leave after that junior senior bit. Go ahead, Amal. <laughs> um, I don't think it's actually a bad bet after making that uh, kind of, when you look at Atlanta, I think Desmond Ritter is going to be the problem for them. We talked about Carolina. Guys, do you think the Bryce Young ankle injury is something that plagued him Monday night? Is this something mm. that kind of throughout the game? Because 
He didn't. I'd never seen him play this bad in any single game in Tuscaloosa. You and I both said that he looked kind of a step slow. Yeah. Here's my issue. Maybe he wasn't able to step into it. Good point by you. You know what else looked off? Just touch. Yeah, absolutely. He just didn't look comfortable at the position. And we had this conversation a little bit yesterday, Amal. If you're to redraft just based on eyeball tests and comfort, right? Anthony Richardson looks comfortable. He's a dude that didn't look comfortable in that Napier system at Florida. All of a sudden, he looks comfortable as a 21-year-old in the NFL. And then your boy, Stroud, the one that looks the least comfortable, and I know he doesn't have talent, is Bryce Young thus far. I would agree with you, but if you look at individual units, their defense in Carolina is better than any unit that Houston or Indianapolis currently possesses. There. They've got a decent running. I love me some Chuba Hubbard. I think this kid's outstanding. They, they've got some decent pieces around him. The problem is the offensive line play. I like the uh, notion that you guys went with Anthony Richardson. I got no qualms with that so far from what we've seen. I, I don't care that they were playing his own. I think CJ Stroud and Nico Collins are developing a great rapport. Uh, by the way, PM, who would have ever thought the Ohio State Buckeye and the Michigan Wolverine would become a combination? Hey. <laughs> also, real, real quick, because you mentioned uh, a receiver for the Texans, just so everyone's aware, Comeback player of the year market. DeMar Hamlin hasn't taken a snap yet. He went from a minus 350 favorite down to about $1.50 at most books. John Mechie, who made his return to the field, is 50 to 1 at some books. I have already placed a wager on John Mechie, and I might hit it again before the end of the week. Patrick, I agree with Dustin. Dustin and I talked about this off air a couple of days ago. I'm not convinced that DeMar Hamlin's going to play, and if he does, is it going to be more than a token appearance? I think John Mechie, if you recall at Alabama, was a good receiver. I think he's got an opportunity at this Houston offensive line. Remember, they played without four offensive line starters on Sunday. They're expecting their line to have their starters back by about week five. Laramie Tunsil included tremendous left tackle. So if this team gets healthier, their defense we know is going to be anemic. They're going to have opportunities to put up some numbers. Mechie back in the fold could wind up with some good stats, give him a great opportunity. I believe he's coming I, uh, cancer, but I think specifically yes. lymphoma. Uh, was it lymphoma or Correct. Hodgkin's disease? Yeah, yeah. so, um, you know, it would be great to see him back and have an opportunity. I, I think 50-1 to 1 is about as good of a bet as you can find for anybody that's genuinely in the mix. I, I don't understand this number being so high. It's a great job. Great job by both of you with the explanation. Uh, you'd love, you pull for a kid like that coming back from cancer. What a terrible situation. A uh, couple things. One, we mentioned Bryce Young out, Andy Dalton in. I will also report that Burrow is day-to-day, boys. That Zach, calf is going to linger. You understand? That calf, go ahead, big guy. Zach Taylor was asked about it today, and his exact quote back was, if he'll play versus the Rams in week three, we'll see. That's never a good answer. And that, that, that he does have an extra day to rest. That is Monday night, so he, he could potentially be back. Guys, uh, uh, just question for you guys. If you're yeah. the Bengals and he's iffy where he could play, but he could potentially harm himself, he sits out one more week, do you roll the dice despite the 0-2 start to let him sit one more and go with Jake Browning? All I know is I've seen enough of Jake Browning to know I'd rather go direct snap to Joe Mixon. Uh, only <laughs> well, that's so, what I was, if oh, he's one if you're one and one, yeah. sorry, Dustin interrupt yeah. you, but if you're one and one, maybe but Rest. this is desperation, yeah. right? This is desperation for the Bengals right now. Yep, o- only six teams have made the playoffs after starting 0-3 since 1979. And the Rams, surprising, through two weeks. It's always interesting when we talk about what teams have done this early in the season because it's such a small sample size, but I guess we could say the Rams have surprised. Now, let's go back to Daniel Jones' survivor. Amal took a shot. It built a bit. That's what we do on Sharp Money. And I always like to play the, play the quarterback game this way. Dustin, you know from our radio show back in the day, I talk about this position 
You can go to India. You can go to China. You can go to Russia. You can go to England. You can go to Ireland. You can go all over the planet. And there's essentially 15 people that are good at doing it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and then you get to like, there's eight that are great. There's then, I don't know, another five or six that are really good. And then you get to basic once you fill out the rest. I guess my greater point is it's a hard position to play. So when we start talking about a Daniel Jones, I think he's undervalued because I think he can do more than most give him credit for. And I also think he takes a hit because he signed a big deal, which is essentially market-based. But we're having a little fun with our draft. And we've got one, two, three, four, five, six guarantees already ahead of them. Amal Shaw, let's fill out the next three. I'm going to go with Tua down in Miami. Okay, fair. And and by the way, we can jump in if we disagree. Absolutely. I, 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 <laughs> I, okay, yes. Tua Wait is a better second. Daniel Jones. You sound like you're doing too Jewish prayer there. Fine, what was that? I, I do agree. I was, I, no, no, I'm no, no, a big no, Daniel no. Jones guy. That's why I, I, I paused. I, I'm not leading the witness here, as Dustin would say. I need your rebuttal on that one, sir. I, I, please. You're questioning please. whether Daniel Jones, Jones and Tua are in the same sentence? Fellas, it's theater. Let me build it. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. I can't believe I'm going to say. Mm, no, I'm not going to say that. I, w- I couldn't believe I was going to say something, and I'm absolutely not going to say, say Geno it, Smith. <laughs> dude, how did you know that? I had a weird feeling you were going to say that. I don't I, know why. G- I'm going to say Geno Smith, but I'm telling you, we're getting thin, and we're Wait. eight in. Hold just on to be second. fair. Can I object? I, I object okay, to this go one ahead. as well. Uh, there's no way we're putting Geno Smith on this list. I think Daniel Jones is better. Okay, okay, okay. Good, good. Then I'll say Dak. That's fair. I got I, I got no. Okay. I was gonna By say the way, Dak. I, I also think I think it's close with Dak. It's but 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 I'm all just to be fair, you're fighting for me <laughs> yeah. at that point. <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I've been wrong many, many, many times before. I'll be wrong many, many times more, but I'm gonna I'm not gonna allow you to say with this absurdity of Geno Smith. I did I did preface it by saying I can't believe I'm gonna say this. <laughs> so correction, you guys overruled me. Well done. That's the way a democracy works. And I, I got Dak. Dustin, you're up. Kirk Cousins. Okay. We're only nine in and we're running out of options. Daniel Jones for president. (laughs) When we return, who's coming up next, big guy? Nigel Burton, Pac-12 Network. Boom. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Nigel Burton, Coach Burton coming up, but first, Vishen Vsin shows are clashing. Uh, and you can help us. Use the promo code SHARP, you get 10% off a VSIN annual subscription, but it also gives us some credit. We're going to get a $1,000 voucher at Circus Sportsbook to be used on the Super Bowl as far as a futures ticket. So again, a little friendly competition here at VSIN. Get involved and help us out. Use the code SHARP. We're going to help you out. You get 10% off. VSIN.com slash subscribe. VSIN.com slash survive. We're back. The big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. There's Circus Sports with Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher. We're going to welcome in Nigel Burton, of course, Pac-12 Network Analyst, Coach N. Burton on Twitter. And Coach, the haters may disagree, but the Pac-12, it's the best conference in football. Let's start there with what a great start to the season for this conference. Oh, no doubt. What haters would disagree? I mean, are they people who watch college football or do they just hear about it reading the Wall Street Journal? 
<laughs> I think they're in the SEC. They're in the South, Coach. They're in the South. Oh, um, I got you. Well, you know, Vanderbilt has become a power right here, right here these days. But uh, <laughs> no, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, it, look, I don't care how many years you go back. The Pac-12 has always been the most competitive conference. And I will stand on that mountaintop and I will die on that hill whenever you want in terms of the most competitive conference week after week. Uh, whether you want to call it uh, level playing fields or or whatever, which is why we've had such a problem putting teams in the CFP because we we haven't had one or two dominant teams and everybody else was average. We've had a lot of good teams, uh, and, and and you know if I'm being fair, maybe we didn't have a, a powerhouse great team, but we had so many good teams that we knocked each other off. And so now what people are seeing is what happens when uh, you know that parity. Uh, continues to up their game and now on a national level uh, are kind of putting on people in other conferences. And so hopefully, um, you know, that rides to the rest of the season as we continue to do what we normally do, which is knock each other off. Uh, the, the committee keeps in mind, you know, what happened when Washington played Michigan State and Florida played Utah and go down the list of, of, of Pac-12 wins this year. Coach, taking away Caleb Williams, because I think he's the best player in college football and many would agree. I don't know where you come out on him, but Tell me each quarterback in this league that you look at in the top three or four, what you like about them. Penix, um, DJ Uyunglele, Bo Nix, and uh, uh, Cam Rising. Are those the top three or four? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you know I what? You, know. you could throw in Cam league. Ward. It's a key. You could throw in Cam Ward. I'm going to tell you the guy who's going to be there next year is Dante Moore. Oh, God, that kid's a dude. Yeah, and I still disagree with you. I'm putting Shadur Sanders in the top four. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be you, honest with you. Hold I don't on. Know how you. I, I, my defense, I already moved them to the Big 12. My apologies. I don't disagree with you. I <laughs> okay. really did. I, I'm right. not even kidding All you. Right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Jokes aside. Uh, look, I mean, ultimately, seriously, I mean, I, I think right now you got, you know, obviously you got Caleb, you have Michael Penix, you have, I, I honestly, if I had to choose a third guy, I think I might have to go to Wichador. I mean, you're talking about a guy who, not just does he have all the physical attributes and now Mel Kuyper's talking about first round and all this other stuff, but you know, 98 yards game on the line, final drive, and he gets it done. I mean, without his best weapon. I mean, it's just the stuff that he's doing is, is, is pretty insane. I mean, Penix accuracy, uh, his, his ability to, you know, pinpoint a throw um, and, and his arm strength is, is, is crazy. Just deceptive. I mean, I, I was there in Eugene when he threw that sideline, opposite hash 30 yard on a strike whole shot versus cover. It wasn't even cover two fellas. It was a three deep five underneath. It was old cover eight, uh, uh, throw, which is just insanity that you would even try that throw completes it on the sideline, uh, for the win. So, I mean, those are things that impress me about him. I mean, Caleb is a magician. Um, and you know, in terms of the fourth guy, I, I think the thing that I love about, you know, both Bo Nix is Bo Nix plays the quarterback position like a quarterback. I think he might be the guy who sneakily might have the best kind of NFL. Um, I don't know if I'd say NFL upside. I don't know in terms of his arm strength is the same as some of the other guys we talked about, but he walks up to the line. He's able to diagnose the coverage, the play, get guys in and out of things. And he doesn't spend a lot of time improvising. He knows where to go with the football and then moves on. And, you know, at the next level, that's what you have to do because, you know, you're not out athleting anybody unless, you know, you're you know, Josh Allen or, or Patrick Mahomes or one of those guys. So um, that's the thing that's most impressive about me about Bo. 
Coach Burton, Nigel Burton, Pac-12 Network Analyst. Let's talk about Bo and Shadur and Eugene this weekend. What a job by Dion! It's been so exciting for college football. The question, though, Coach, can they hang against the Ducks? Oh, no question they can hang. Now, the question is going to be, uh, I honestly think they're going to score points. You know, I think the Ducks have a really solid defense. I think with Shador and that offensive staff, uh, you know, and, and their playmakers, whether you're talking horn or go down the list of different guys that they have, um, they are so much more athletic than we've seen a Colorado team be in the last decade. Uh, and their offensive line does a really nice job protecting. Um, they're able to run the ball with enough efficiency to keep you honest. And so, um, you know, I think, I think they're going to put some points on, I think the biggest issue for them. And I think Dion would even admit is defensively and what Bo and the Oregon offense has been able to do. I mean, I was there against Portland state when they hung 81 on my former, uh, the team that I used to be the head coach of, um, I've watched week in and week out. And sometimes it looks like routes on air. Like it doesn't even look like there's a defense out there with the timing, uh, whether it's the routes, uh, the blocking schemes, you don't confuse them with anything that you bring. And so I think that's going to be the major issue for Colorado. I mean, they're going to have to pull uh, a, a magic trick out of their hat that we haven't seen all season um, for them to be able to slow down the Oregon offense. And that's, I think, going to be the issue for Colorado. Coach, I wanted to ask you about another game, but I want to follow up to your point on Oregon. Is this pass defense improved enough from your perspective compared to how horrible they were last year to compete with Washington, USC, Colorado when, they, when they're throwing the ball with Shador and some of these other teams? Yeah, because ultimately, is, I mean, they, they, they turn that entire secondary over. I mean, they have three, four new starters, even though the guys who started last season returned. And so... They obviously upgraded their talent level and their depth, uh, play playmaking ability. And then I think when you look at them up front, you know, with Dorless and those guys, I think they've become even more dominant than they were. And every DB's best friend is a great D lineman. And so uh, do they have what they need to compete? Absolutely. Is it going to be a tough task? When you look at what Washington's doing in particular in the air every weekend and week out, yeah, I mean, it's sick. I'm glad I'm not coaching a secondary against them. Uh, anymore like I used to back at Oregon State. And so, um, you know, they, they have enough to slow them down. Do they have enough to stop them? Well, you know, we'll, we'll find out in a couple of weeks. Speaking of Oregon State, Coach, let's talk about them. Top 25 matchup, Pullman, Oregon State at Washington State. What do you got there? Man, I wish I could tell you, fellas. <laughs> I mean, look, you're talking to a, an old Husky as I, I played at UW and, and I coached at Oregon State. So I've got so much love and there's supposed to be some built-in hatred for the, for the Cougs, but I'm not gonna lie. I love the Cougs, man. I, I've always felt like I was more of a blue collar guy than a, than a, you know, than a, a five-star, you know, the kind of guys who go to the Washington's and SC's. I just lucked out a particular year where I guess they, they felt bad and, and they needed a, a, a guys under five ten, So maybe that's why they, they uh, recruited me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I think, I think in the end, um, you know, Wazoo's kind of obviously had Oregon state's number. Uh, over the last couple of years. And you look at Oregon state is built similarly to Wisconsin, just years ahead in terms of their pass game, but they want to run the ball first, set up their play action pass game. They have a four by one track team at receiver with Anthony Gould and Silas Bolden and go down those guys. Um, I just think Wazoo, uh, when it's all said and done, um, they're going to load the box and say DJ beat us. And they've got 
some, you know, really good DBs. And then, you know, you guys already mentioned, mentioned Cam Ward. I, I think the Oregon state defense uh, can do a nice job um, versus the, the Washington state offense. So I'm at a, I'm at an utter loss, man, on how this thing goes down. If this is in Corvallis, I think hands down Beavers win, you know, Clues keep it close, but they, you know, Beavs take care of it. Being in Wazoo and knowing how the Cougs play in the Palouse, I might give them a one or two point edge, but I think this is going to come down to the last drive, and I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I would agree with you there, Coach. About 30 seconds remaining. Utah hosting UCLA. Can the Bruins, uh, who are a six point dog here, compete in this one, being young compared to what Utah's experience is? Yes, yes. And that's my, that's my, that's my upset special, man. I think that, uh, you know, Utah uh, at home, everybody's kind of like, yeah, they don't. but the issue is schematically what chip does to defenses and knowing that Kyle, um, he wants to play man free, no matter what, like he just does not want to go to quarters, cover two, anything else. And what Chip's offense does is they will formation you to death. You will see formations sometimes you've never even seen before. There'll be four tight ends on the field, all kinds of things. Then you add in the read zone, play action pass. Now you got Dante Moore who could throw the ball deep. I think it's going to be a problem, and I would have a, a Utah on upset alert for sure. I could, I could listen to you talk ball all day, Coach. Nigel Burton, Pac-12 <laughs> Network. Enjoy the weekend. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Absolutely. Anytime, fellas. Thank you. I like him. Good, good booking, big guy. Spicy. You like when he pushes back. We're back better alive. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, we're back with another week of football, and DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single day. So, new customers, check this out. Bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw $5 down on any of this week's epic matchups to walk away an instant winner. Can't beat that. Football's more fun. When you're in on the action, download the app right now and use the sign-up code SHARP, S-H-A-R-P. New customers, 
That's just five bucks. Get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with the code SHARP. The crown is yours. We're back. The boys at Circa. Dustin Sweetelson, Amal Shaw, I'm Patrick Maher. Hope you're having a nice week. Of course, week three officially kicks off tonight. San Francisco right now, 10 and a hook, 10 and a half, hosting Danny Dimes in week three. Okay, so I mentioned Dimes. We're having a little fun with our Daniel Jones Survivor contest here. We've got nine quarterbacks so far. We've all agreed on ahead of Daniel Jones. Uh, let's go. I'm going to go first here, boys, because I'm start. it's starting to get thin for me, but we forgot one yeah. very good one here next to me, Justin Herbert. Uh, yeah, I can't argue with that because we forgot another one as well that is not near me, but he beat up the team from here last week, and that is Josh Allen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are two pretty good. I, I was so going through the names. I was thinking, how do we forget those two? <laughs> yeah, it, we're up to 11. Amal Shaw, you're next. I'm going to go with Jared Goff. Ooh, so no pushback. No, no chance. Push no back. freaking chance. He's being schemed up. So first of all, and, he, and, and, and no, he's being schemed up and Daniel Jones in that system would be more successful. First Jared of all, Goff is legit garbage. Patrick, first of all, your vote doesn't count on this one. There's two reasons. Number one, you're intentionally pushing back on me because I objected to Geno Smith. So this is retaliation. <laughs> no, I agree with you. I, I appreciate I, I It's fine. I'm not sensitive. I, no, I'm, I'm good with it. I, and then the other reason is because his Detroit Lions came up six points short against uh, this uh, Seattle Seahawks team the other day. I, I My think problem he's with biased. Jared Goff is he doesn't play quarterback for the Lions. Ben Johnson does. Ben Johnson, <laughs> he's like a Madden player pushing the button. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. Let, let me give you another one. I'm going with, and I think I might get some objection here, but I'm going to be firm on this one. I'm going still with Deshaun Watson. Yes, I agree. Yes, okay. totally agree. Yeah. Even with the way he's playing right now, yeah, he's far superior talent wise to Daniel Jones. Okay, boys, but we are at 12. And it's getting dicey. We've had two we disagree on. We're, we're getting, it's getting dicey. Is <laughs> Okay, I'll save it, but I will ask the question. Lucky number 13. Is Daniel Jones legitimately the 13th best quarterback in the NFL on the planet right now? I, there's three more names that I wrote down that I think we can make the case for. Don't, t- don't, don't tell me who they are I'm because not, I'll be interested. I to only see. think one of them's a home run. I think there's a chance we could end, only end up with one more name on this list better than Daniel Jones. Okay. I, first I of don't, all, I, I, I object to this whole thing based on the simple fact that he rejected my Jared Goff pick. I don't agree with you guys, but let's just keep it going. Jared Jared Goff Goff is stinks. He is below mid. I I think Jared Goff is the type of quarterback you have to like, and this is only because of the, you're hundred percent right about the Detroit connection, but I've watched 98% of his snaps with the lions. And it's oftentimes remarkable how bad he is. He played for Sean McVay where he had Andrew Whitworth and Rob Havenstein and all these good offensive linemen protecting him. He had Cooper cup and that Daniel Jones had Pat Shermer, Daniel Jones and Joe judge. Oh, I just realized I was going to give an argument. It would have strengthened his case. If I made it, I would have been completely wrong. I was going to say when you started saying about the offensive line, I was like, they got Panay Sewell. Decker, they got Jerry. I was like, hold on, let me backpedal. Yeah. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. He's got Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm glad you just said that. I'm glad you just said that because also Ross St. Brown, but I'm glad you just said about the offensive line 
Because I think, are we just going to, we'll put the Eagles over here as the best front, but I think the Lions oh. are top three at this point. That was point. my They're number. so good. They nailed that draft, right? What was the debate? Was Penny Sewell or Jamar Chase? And they went Penny Sewell. I know Jamar Chase is a baller, but for where they were as an organization in the process of turning things around and building a playoff roster, it was the correct pick. I, I went full Mel Kuyper on Jeff Lagerman when the uh, Bengals took Jamar Chase and they didn't take Panay Sewell. Yeah. I'm like, how could you not protect Joe Burrow? You can get a, anybody to play wide receiver, but you can't get anybody to play left tackle. <laughs> you can, maybe I'm very basic, but I'd like to raise my hand as a Lions fan and say I'd prefer Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell. I'm sorry. I just would. He's so good. Yeah, like in the grand scheme, yes. Like it's a fun toy to Plus, play. Plus, I've with. never literally watched a play from Panesul. Yeah, but you guys had Calvin <laughs> Johnson for all those years, and how did that work out for you? So having the great receiver doesn't always work out in terms of no, like no. You're, contending. I'm I'm saying I called myself basic. You yeah. guys are probably right because what I'm told is you have to build up front in the NFL. <laughs> Okie dokie. Um, and the, but the, the in a Decker the uh, and now he's a vet but Decker out of Ohio State's been tremendous inside they're very good remember they drafted Frank Ragnow in the first round who's been tremendous for the Detroit Lions and little known fact about Frank Ragnow my friend yeah why well, <laughs> go ahead Patrick melted down when Frank Ragnow was drafted so for Patrick's birthday that let that year I bought him a cameo from Frank Ragnow. <laughs> Yeah, Frank Ragnow was more boring on his cameo than wallpaper. But, and again, when let's just be fair. When I melted down about the Lions drafting Frank Ragnow, I, just call me crazy, but I don't generally study interior offensive linemen, so I had no clue what I was talking about. No, I no, just, yeah, yeah, I just... It was, was also, it, I wasn't over, I wasn't excited. What was that? The 2018 draft, something like that. 2019 NFL draft. Like I'm pretty sure everyone was drafting really cool players around him. So part of it was you were looking like everyone's got these cool, fun things happening to their team and the lions took a center. But, yeah. But, yeah. By the way, can I just say something real quick? There's a prop that I'm looking at right now. NFL season long prop for most points scored. The Detroit lions are number six on the list at 14 to one. So you guys keep telling me you hate on Jared Goff. I'll just tell you right now, they're 14 to 1. Oh, he's six. he's he is he is sensitive. He is this thing is sticking with him. Uh, he's going to be thinking about it uh, <laughs> uh, years from now. <laughs> like the, it's just a veto. Like I got I, I got vetoed with Gino. It's yeah, okay. But, but I feel like this is political, right? So when one side automatically objects to your bill, I feel like I got vetoed on so, my bill for no, that reason. Let's hash it out then. All right. Jared Goff, Daniel Jones, who has a stronger arm? Jared Goff. Who is more accurate? Oh, God. They're both terrible from an accuracy. They're just, I mean, come on. Just who's the better quarterback? Who's more athletic? Oh, Daniel Jones, I'll give you that. That's fine. Listen, I don't have a problem. You, you know, you objected as well, so I'll give him that one. But I want to see who you guys have remaining. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, we shall see. It's, look. You're acting like we're talking about Dan Marino versus Daniel Jones. It's Jared Goff. Take it easy, bro. No, nobody's <laughs> defended Jared Goff more than uh, only other person who's defended him more is Jared Goff on his burner account after a game on Twitter. I've never defended Jared Goff until this moment <laughs> in my life, but I was so offended by the Geno Smith assertion that it made me elevate Jared Goff because of I it. think Geno Smith and Jared Goff are equal. Sonny Dykes prefers <laughs> Daniel Jones over Jared Goff. <laughs> Look it up, kids. All right.
Uh, I think we all would say D Jones at this point over uh, fields in Chicago yesterday. The drama at Hallis hall was real and who knows? Uh, I, I said he was fired, but Alan Williams, the defensive coordinator resigned for a lot of rumors circulating as to why FBI involved. Were they, weren't they? It'll all come out in the end. Ryan Poles, their general manager, Big guy, I'll let you set this up. He came out and kind of gave a statement today, settling everything down in Chicago, who, by the way, played the Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. First things we first. That right um, yep. no, works. We'll play it. Life issues. We've dealt with injuries. Um, and that's all real. And that's a part of, of what we do and what we got to deal with. Um, the beautiful thing about our philosophy here, our organization, is we're solution-oriented. Um, we work together to find these solutions and solve our problems to get everything back on track. Um, to make it really, really clear, um, you know, I know the outside noise, but no one in our building's panicking. No one's flinching at any situations. Um, not our owner, not our president, not our head coach, not myself, none of our players. Everyone's focusing on solving the issues that we have so that we can be a better football team. That was his State of the Union. We'll have more on Fields later on in the show where he talks about Fields and him defending himself and calling out coaches and where, where they view Fields after that. But that was kind of a state of the team from Ryan Poles, who I think sounded like a pretty good leader to me. All right. Because Amal doesn't care about that. He's thinking about Jared Goff. Here's what <laughs> we'll do. And I don't care about that clip anymore either. Why don't we put an impromptu poll up and just say, who's the better quarterback, Daniel Jones or Jared Goff? You want to try it? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. At the Rap Radio, we'll put up the poll, go vote, and if Jared Goff ends up winning, we'll throw him in the list. For that simple. Brandon Anderson next. Sharp Money. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> Redwood Forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.